Thank you, band. You can have a little break, and then we'll be wanting you again. Should be good. I suddenly realised that um, I have some good news that I could have shared. So I'm going to start off with my little bit of good news. Um, some of you will realise that I'm on a course at the moment, uh, along with Stubbsy. And um, last week's homework, amongst other things, was to uh, start to exercise um, ourselves a little bit more in the gift of the word of knowledge. And we'd had a practice time in, in our class, as it were, and then, you know, she wanted us to go away in the week and put it more into practice. In particular, asking the Lord to reveal something that's in the house or something to do with the house of the person that you're giving the word to. So it's just an indicator this is really you. So, for example, if Rachel had a, a beautiful red vase and the Lord gave me a word for Rachel about something else, he, he used the red vase as like a, um, an address label to say that, yeah, this word's really for you, okay? So in intercession on Tuesday, um, we were praying for Tuesday night's Alpha course, and um, one or two people in the prayer time said, I think it'd be good to ask the Lord that, you know, the team would have words of knowledge for the Alpha group. So I thought, oh, Maybe this is where we've got to put it into practice this week. So I kind of bounced it back on, on the intercession team and said, let's all ask God now for a word of knowledge and we'll write them on post-its and I'll take them to Alpha. And um, so we got about five different objects or things to do with people's homes. And off I went to Alpha with my little post-its. And then I thought, oh, actually... This isn't part of Alpha format. And we've made promises that we will finish by nine o'clock and that we'll let people go. So, you know, what what to do? And, you know, there's a little bit of chicken in me still that doesn't really want to do this. And we finished at ten to nine, of course. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go for this. So just introduced fat to the group that we'd been praying at lunchtime and uh, asked God for blessings for them. That's where I put it. And um, that, you know, by way of making it clear that the blessing is for them, that we'd asked about these things in the home. And here we go. So I said, you know, if you've got one of these, then please just, you know, pipe up and, and then we'll just release the blessing to you. So I started, and I mentioned the first one, that somebody had lost a ring and that they'd been concerned about it and you know, the ring was in their home and, and so on. Dead silence, stony silence. No, not a dicky bird. Second one, I think that was my one about a set of drawers and... Um, bedside drawers that I'd seen and what sort of colour they were and even what sort of was on the handles and things. Anybody can? No? No? Oh, okay. So you can imagine how I'm feeling by the time we get to the third one. I get to the third one, not, not a dicky bud. Fourth and fifth. And, you know, I really feel hung out to dry. And um, 
I'm about to go, oh, well, never mind, we're just practicing. And, and somebody pipes up, well, I've lost my wedding ring. And I was only talking about it this week. And I said, well, I, I think then it's probably for you. <laughs> and then one by one, it's like the dams broke. I think they were waiting to see if I was going to do anything weird to them, you know. Um, and one by one, every single one was claimed and acted upon. So can we give the Lord a round of applause? Because if we ask, we will receive. And I'm just going to add a PS to that because um, Stubbsy, I think he's praying over there, had a vision this week in the worship on our course. And he saw three things, but one of the things that he saw, he, he came to tell me, was records, personal records, not, not LP records. You know, like in the doctors, with photographs, details, etc. Personal records. And we, we felt that the Lord was saying that he's going to up our level of revelation to, if we can be trustworthy and handle them well, to um, bring a higher level of revelation, personal records to add to. Uh, words of knowledge as we begin to press on into this more for the saving of the lost. Okay, so that isn't what tonight's about, but anyway, that was my good news. So there we go. Great. So um, what we're going to do tonight, uh, if some of you didn't receive the email or, or didn't read the notices or something like that. Um, I'll just repeat it for you now, okay? And you, So you've got a chance to play catch-up. Um, we are at a really exciting and interesting stage in the process as a church family of moving towards buying five acres of land just across the way here on which to build a facility, the plant of which you can see on the corridor. And... When we were praying about this on Tuesday, uh, the week before last, we said to God, um, is there anything in particular you'd like us to do at this stage? And different thoughts came to one or two, uh, and we really pieced together that he would like us to do a prophetic act tonight, which actually ties in with the time of year in the Jewish calendar at the moment. They're in the Feast of Tabernacles where everybody has these little um, temporary shelters and uh, celebrating God. And one of the things that uh, God's people, uh, the, the Hebrew people do as part of their festival is that they have a thing where they do a special kind of praise where they give thanks in advance the things that God has promised in his word. Okay. And when we were discussing what God do you want us to do at this stage, we felt that he was encouraging us to bring both our personal prophetic words, promises, verses that we've had over the years from God that may yet be unfulfilled, 
and our corporate ones, the ones that relate to this church that God's spoken in tonight, and to bring them, and we're going to have a receptacle here for those different words. They may be on paper or bits of card or something like that or on something electronic, and we're going to put them in there. You don't have to read them out to anybody or anything. We're just going to bring them together, and we are going to lift them to the Lord and we're going to parade them and we're going to give thanks as if it's already happened. All right? It's a specific sort of praise which I'll talk about in a moment. Could you put that PowerPoint up, please, Chris? So, here's a heads up for you. If you haven't had a chance to do that yet, to bring a piece of paper with any of your promises from God that he may have made to you over the years... There's some uh, notepads over by the lion there and paper. Please get up now. It's fine to move about and go and scribble a few bullet points down and stuff the bit of paper in your pocket. So feel free to do that. Okay, there's plenty of pads over there. Or you can bring it back to your seat if you'd prefer to do that. So that you've got something to put in this basket in a few moments. Good. Fantastic. That's it. But before we move into that, um, Phil, do you mind just giving a real um, quick update where we are in the planning permission and land process? Thank you, love. Good evening. Uh, we are at a good stage in the planning process. We've been tracking it online and uh, there's been lots of good stuff going on. Um, we, uh, none of the agencies have objected at all to our proposal and many of the local residents have written in to say they really like the idea and they actively support it and they're really for it. So we've had a lot of favour in that. We, this week we received an email from the, the planning officer who's responsible for the application to arrange to bring a person on site this week, English Heritage I think it is, is it? Historic England, okay, who wants to come and have a look at the site uh, before it disappears. And um, they, ha in that email, have said, it's all looking good, it's all green lights, and, and it looks like it's going to be submitted forward to the planning committee on the 30th of November. Okay, so that's a date for your diaries to pray for the favour of the committee who are elected officials, okay, so they're not kind of any... I'm sure they're very expert at what they do, but they're not like uh, trained people like the planning officers uh, in town planning and stuff. But So it will be their opinions and their feel and how they're advised. So we really do need favour in that. But then also that's the trigger point to say, right, come on, let's buy this land. Okay, so that's the time, 30th of November. So kind of looking, by the time we faffed a bit, from the end of November, it's, it's going to be January, isn't it, Claire, really, before we kind of get going and um, start sort of exchanging contracts and stuff like that, I would think. But that's the sort of time we're looking. And I, I have said kind of all the way along, we need to kind of get together about a million quid by the end of the year, if that's all right by you. Okay. 
Yeah, it's him. It's not my problem. Hello. Yeah. Microphone. I was just trying to find a verse, but anyway, should have done that earlier, shouldn't I? Okay, so that's where we're at at the moment, and that's focusing our minds, and so we're saying, what do you want us to do, God? And so we're just going to try our best tonight to obey with all of our hearts what we think he's saying, which is to celebrate his, these prophetic promises that he has given us, because we're not do it, doing this buying of the land and the building project because we think it's a good idea. We're doing it because we've become convinced through multiple prophetic words and uh, encouragements and dreams and visions that he's asking us to do it. Okay. So, um, we're, yeah, oh, I've really lost my track. We're going to be celebrating the prophetic promises and also, look, look how optimistic I am. I've provided a beautiful golden treasure chest for us to pour our tons of gold coins in as we do our free will offering, our hilarious free will offering um, towards the land and the build. That will be the receptacle for that a little bit later. Okay, so let's go on to this. So there's various Hebrew words for praising God. And what we're going to do tonight is this thing, Bryony tells me you pronounce it toda, a, a specific kind of praise. You see, we've got this one word praise, but in the Bible, I think they've got seven different words for praise, and this is one of them. And so if you can do the next little slide for me, please, Chris. What it means is this. So this is what we're going to be doing. This kind of praise over these prophetic promises. To raise one's hands and confess. That doesn't mean confess your sin. It means to speak out words in agreement with God. Saying what he says. All right. To say it back to him. To say, you've said this, God. I say it too. Let it be. To come into a place of agreement. Agreement with heaven and agreement with one another. So I may not know the details on Lois's prophetic card that she puts in there. All right. But I'm going to stand in agreement with her because she is my sister in Christ and God loves her and I want her stuff to get as fulfilled as my stuff. All right? So this is really powerful, is agreeing together. Okay. If two or three of you on earth agree about anything in my name, it will be done for you. Jesus made that outrageous statement, didn't he? What a blank check. It means also to celebrate before fulfillment. It's a really radical sort of praise. Because it's easy to praise once you've got something, isn't it? Anyone can do that. It takes supernatural faith to truly celebrate as if you have something before you see it. It's saying we are taking no notice of our circumstances. This 
is the truth. This is what's happening. And it, uh, this type of praise in biblical times, Old Testament times, was associated with bringing thanks and usually processions. So could you go to the next verse thing, I think? Oh, yeah. Let's just look at what happens and then we'll look at some Bible verses just to um, ground what we're saying in the word. So what happens with Toda praise? This type of offering means we will not consider our circumstances with our natural eyes. So we were praying before you came in tonight. Lord, we drive out thinking, seeing and speaking only from our natural uh, senses. And we agree together that we are going to see with eyes of faith tonight. We resist that which is only of the natural. We have the mind of Christ. We look only through our eyes of faith at our deliverer. You are the one who will fulfill your word, God. Toda believes God for the impossible. And releases the power and wisdom, both of those things, the power and wisdom of God on our behalf as we, Toda, praise him. So a supernatural exchange will take place tonight as we put on our garments of praise and we move in the spirit, not in the flesh, and we decide to give thanks in advance, in agreement together. Thank you. I've nearly finished now. Last one, Chris. Bible verses. So, um, I'm not going to go through them all. Let's look at that first one. Psalm 50, verse 23. The word says, He who sacrifices, and it is a sacrifice because you've got to get beyond how you feel tonight. He who sacrifices thank offerings honours me and he prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. We partner with God that he can show us something of his salvation, healing and deliverance. Um, Jonah Jonah 2, I think, is the next one, which is what I was trying to look up while... Can somebody read it out? Because I can't do it with one hand. Anybody got that verse, Jonah? 2, 9 to 10. Thank you, darling. But I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise. I will fulfill all my vows, for my salvation comes from the Lord alone. So Jonah did that from inside the belly of the whale. It was that kind of sacrifice of praise. Before he knew he was going to get a happy ending. 
So even if some of you feel trapped inside the belly of the whale going in the wrong direction, tonight you can make a sacrifice of praise that can turn the whole thing around for you, for your family, for this church. It's that radical and powerful. The last one um, I wanted to look at was Psalm 42, verse 4. This is um, a psalm they used in a procession. This is why I picked it out. The sons of Korah wrote this psalm. And uh, they say, these things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. We are going to be a festive throng. Being very careful how I say that. And there's going to be shouts of praise. And there's going to be some processing. Okay. So, of course, I can't make anybody do this. So please don't feel under compulsion. I'm going to be inviting us to do that. But hopefully, as you're looking at what this is and why we're doing it, it's not just to have a jolly old knees up for the sake of it. Okay. There's something really intentional about what we're uh, preparing to do in a moment. So I think we're just about ready. So, uh, band, if you can come back up, please, that would be good. And if everyone else can listen to all the instructions and then move, that would be great. Okay? So what I'm going to do now, um, Leo, would you mind going up and down the aisles, to equip people with the necessary stuff. Yeah. Take a balloon. Take a tutor. Take some streamers. Dangle them round your neck. Prepare to be festive. Be the festive throng. Okay? So, blow your balloon up. That would be great. I've got some I prepared earlier. Martin, can you come and help me? Distribute some of them over this side. Balloons pre-blown for those who are short of puff. All right. Oh, band, can't leave you out. Yeah. Party hat each. One per musician. There we go. To put on in a jaunty fashion upon your head. There you go. One for you. One for you, Josie. And Jake, you don't... Oh, no, bright. Yep, there we go. Yeah, yeah. One, you and Jake can share it and have it half time each. All right. Are the streamers getting there? Are the balloons getting there? So what we're now going to do... In a minute... Oh, I should have done that the wrong order. <laughs> In a minute, what we're going to do is we are going to stack our chairs in groups of five along the back. Put your bags and your things safely to one side. Stubsy, he's the man for the job, is going to hold the receptacle ready for us to come up 
with all our bits of paper and card with our prophetic promises. You might like to collect them from the band first. And when he's got them all, he's going to lead us round in, in a sort of jaunty fashion. <laughs> well, we're going to do that, raising of our hands, saying what God says. So whatever you've written on your piece of paper, confess it, say it out, agree with it. I won't be doing it through the mic, you just, God knows what, what's on your bits of paper, but you make agreement with him, alright? And also in here are some of the prophetic promises over the church. So what did I do with the prophetic promises of the church? I put them on a bit of paper. Oh, where are they? Where are they gone? Those are yours. Uh, oh, I think they're over here. Aha, here we go. So while you're just still making ready, getting your streamers round your necks and things. You got those gold and silver streamers, yes? I could do with a streamer. Here are but some of the prophetic promises that we share. Are you ready to hear them? That I'm not doing all the long sentences that they're in, they're just bullet points, okay? That we would be small at the start, but at our latter end, very great. That's good. That we would have the sons of Issachar anointing who would know what to do at the right time. That we would usher in many in the kingdom. That we would build only according to the pattern God shows us. That many will displace themselves from big cities and come to be part of what God is doing here. That we will open up a healing well in the land. That there's an open heaven over us for building, rebuilding and restoring. That we'd have the favour of Esther. That there are angels who are commissioned to bring everything that's needed, including kingdom finances for us. Thank you. That a network of churches will come and join their strength to us. That when the well opens, fish will be jumping into the net and a spirit of repentance will be on the land. If we build it, they will come. That we're to make a place for 500. That there will be teaching, training and an equipping centre and equippers will come. People will want to invest in the vision. That we will enter the depths of the river and bring water to dry places. We together will enjoy visitations, encounters, and see the supernatural provision. There will be a release of dreams, favor in the marketplace, the anointing of Joseph, strategies in business and wisdom and connections. The, um, the finances of the Lord and the finances of the Egypt will come into the house. Provision for people to train and equip and go to the mission field. Strategy to be debt free and to teach others how to be debt free. Preparing workers for the harvest. Many schools and centres will be a kingdom resource. Bringing vision, nearly there. Um, wisdom, new projects. And an ability to evaluate existing projects. Release of prophetic revelation to bring keys to unlock doors. Oh, Avril, come on out. Now, now is the season of harvest. Like Jehoshaphat, we are to believe God and collect the spoils. Fill the house in a new way. An anointing to be watchman on the walls, always two steps ahead. 
Our children will have a double portion and our kingdom workers. There's a well of Bethesda, a well of healing opening here. We're to build, build, build. Creative arts and a well of worship. Something for us in Scotland. Like an Antioch sending out and planting new blueprints for young people. And God's generals will come and become active again. A season of stepping into our dreams, power being released. We'll learn to steward the power. Specific dreams at night will come to us. Open the doors. Let the horses out. We'll have revelation to debate with and influence. And we will be able to bring the axe to the root of issues. Now, I said to Avril, come on out, because there's something there about keys and doors. Okay. Um, I had a, um, a picture this week as I was waking up in the morning. And uh, you know when you're sort of in that twilight stage. And, um, and so this is what I wrote down. I had a picture of a huge, huge wall with many doors. The doors were sealed tightly and the locks were rusty. Suddenly Jesus appeared and started handing out keys to the doors, but the doors were firmly stuck closed. Then the Holy Spirit came along and poured oil over the locks. He whispered, without me, you can do nothing. The keys were the promises, prophecies and words that people had received. And as they were put into the lock, not only did the locks turn and the doors swing open, but the prophecies, promises and words, some from a long time ago, some almost forgotten, were activated. Faith rose as the doors opened because going through the door, the father was waiting to exchange the keys for the fulfillment of promises. The pile of promises stretched as far as the eye could see and as high up to the heavens. God is faithful to keep his word and no word from him will ever fall to the ground, but he will bring it to pass. Isaiah 55:11 says, It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Amen. Thank you, Avril. That's brilliant. Yes, absolutely. So, come on, let's not be party poopers. Let's be party participators tonight. Let's clear all our stuff out the way. Stubsy, come and hold the um, receptacle thing. And you can drop your offerings in the golden treasure box as you process by. Okay, let's get everything out the way. And we're going to make a bit of a procession of praise, okay?